Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He's Sam Phelan, our A to Z Sports.com Titans reporter. Here live on this show, we are Nashville's on demand sports.network, which means we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. And also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more great Titans coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you. Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm your health plans, get better with Farm Your Health Plans, better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash atoz. Using, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, <laughs> the Aura app. Aura is all about keeping you safe online. Check out the Aura app today. Use our code aura.com slash atoz for a two-week free trial. And uh, Krebs Kubota. Krebs Kubota is your equipment dealer, an elite Kubota dealer. Check them out. The three locations, Columbia, Franklin and Murfreesboro, KrebsKubota.com. So, Sam, you were at St. Thomas Sports Park yesterday uh, for the Titans veteran availability. And we were kind of talking uh, before that of like, who is, who are they going to put out there? Like, at, at this point in the offseason, like, you heard from Ryan Tannehill a couple weeks ago. Derek Henry's not there. Kevin Byard's not there. You heard from Big Jeff with his contract. Who are they going to put out there? And we thought Traylon Burks would be the obvious option to put out there. Uh, but uh, he was the guy the Titan put out there, and he had a lot to say. Yeah, we needed to hear from Traylon Burks. He was the big one that we still kind of had circled about where is he at, and uh, the Titans' second-year wide receiver, I think, uh, got a lot of people's ears perked up with some of the things that he was saying at St. Thomas Sports Park. Number one, Austin, and I said this to you last year about halfway through the season that I noticed about Traylon Burks, and I noticed it even more today the confidence that Traylon Burks has commands a room right now. And it is very different. It's a complete 180 from the guy that I saw with you uh, this time 12 months ago when we were dealing with Traylon Burks not getting through rookie minicamp because he couldn't breathe and he was dealing with asthma and he didn't train hard enough and he wasn't used to the heat uh, and the outrage that ensued all, all of the drama that happened with Traylon Burks last offseason and you know he either didn't speak to the media or spoke to the media in very short very concise timid answers and that is not who Traylon Burks is now it's not who he's been for quite some time the Traylon Burks I saw yesterday uh felt like a guy who understood his body understood what it took to succeed in the National Football League understood what was necessary and needed of him from his team in this season and had taken all the steps and prepared himself to be that guy in 2023. So uh, the obvious question that everybody had for Traylon Burks was what kind of shape are you in and what have you been doing to get there? And it all started to add up to me when I heard this from Traylon Burks, this light bulb moment that kind of went off in his brain last season. And, and things started to make sense. Here's Traylon Burks talking to the media yesterday. You change your diet or, and, and training and all that this offseason? Um, yes. Uh, I honestly would say I started training my diet around midway through the season last year. Um, and it helped um, with me being able to stay on the field longer. And, um, you know, when I get when I would just say it eliminates me from making uh, mistakes when I'm tired. 
and um, really just being a great football player and um, just being a being a Titan. <laughs> the main thing is being healthy. Um, so being able to practice, um, being out there running sprints, that helps eliminate me from uh, well, all athletes from making from hurting hamstrings or tearing something. Um, so just being able to practice is the main thing, and you know that's what I've been doing. So. Austin, I found that really, really interesting because he said about halfway through the season last year, he made a change in his diet. Uh, and you'll remember that last year he goes down with the turf toe a few weeks mm -hmm. into the season. Um, and, and you started to see a Traylon Burks that came back about at the midway point of the year that looked like he was in better shape, that looked like he was running better. And that was one of the questions that everybody had for Mike Vrabel is like, what has he been doing? And Rabel said, I'm not only impressed with his recovery from turf toe, but the way that he's conditioned in the meantime. And he says it was a diet change that he has now continued, and it helped him in those middle games of the season have over 100 yards against Green Bay, have good efforts against Cincinnati and uh, the Cowboys. So what do you make of Traylon Burks's little aha light bulb moment and uh, a diet switch? That adds up to me based on what I've seen on the field. Yeah, and it's something that Traylon Burks, unfortunately, was a little late to because, you know, he got off to such a bad start last season, but, you know, he had it, right? So it's good that he figured it out. It's good that he's entered this offseason with a different approach, and I'm glad that he had it in the middle of last season because he could have that light bulb moment like you're mentioning, Sam, and then put it into, into effect, and he saw the immediate – translation that it made on the field right like that's kind of you get the you got immediate proof of concept and i think whenever somebody a human being gets proof of concept it gives them the confidence that oh okay yeah i can do this thing like yeah this does work you know eating this and not eating that does make me feel better i can stay in better shape i can go out there and catch the football i can run multiple you know route concepts i can run you know, a 30-yard route and then not get the ball thrown to me, come back to the huddle and be ready to go do it again. And, and I, I think that's a massive deal for every professional athlete and really not even just every professional athlete. Everything you do in your life and in your career is having proof of concept, going through a situation for the first time, learning from it, and then coming back the second time and applying whatever you learned. I think it's huge. Well, yeah, he is going through this for the second time now. And, uh, you know, we're kind of going to get into the jump that he could potentially make here in a little bit. But I, that leaves us like, where is Traylon physically? It was another thing that he told the media was like, he's trying to be intentional this offseason with his approach. Now, knowing what he struggled with last year, he was in Nashville for the entire offseason. He didn't go to the beach. He's been mm -hmm. trying to run in Nashville in the environment that he will be. He's been spending time with the trainers moving. And uh, how is his breathing? Because we dealt with the asthma thing. And uh, I was worried when the asthma news first came out, that doesn't sound like something that's going to go away. So where is Traylon Burks uh, physically and with handling his asthma issue. You mentioned your breathing, how much calibrating the, the asthma and the weather and all of that last year, I imagine it was much more difficult than you expected. How much have you kind of figured out everything now? And um, I would just say, uh, that's why I've been here. Um, just making sure that I'm running in the heat. Um, 
when I do get that feeling, um, you know, I know how to control it now. Just being here with Todd and running with him out there or running with the strength coaches. Uh, Frank doing a good job of, you know, managing what I'm doing and not overdoing something. So it just it just all goes back to me being here throughout the whole offseason. You feel faster? Uh, I would say I feel faster because I can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, faster because he can breathe uh, and spending a lot of time in the offseason making sure he can handle and control his asthma uh, is what Traylon said. Austin, your reaction to hearing those comments about a big, big worry I think a lot of Titans fans had. I it's, it's honestly, Sam, I I thought it was good to see Traylon Burks laugh and smile during a press conference. Like I think that was just a big deal because last year everything was so damn serious because his first practice, he was doubled over after his first rep. And look, I, I think the asthma thing and the allergies thing uh, is, is important. And I'm glad that he stuck around and took the approach he did at Nashville because we all know, and Sam, you know this, you, you do the show with me a lot where in the mornings I'm trying to get my stuff figured out. I'm trying to get my allergies started so I can come on here and talk without fighting off a sneeze or, or anything like that. I, I think, you know, he's learned Nashville's different than Arkansas. You can be in the heat of Arkansas and then be in Nashville. And it's just different from a pollen standpoint and all the different things that happen here. And so I, I do think it's, I never thought the asthma slash allergies were going to be a problem in the football season, but it did create a problem in the football season because he couldn't prepare and condition yeah. in the spring and in the summer uh, because of that. So I think that is where it's a big deal. Nate says Austin's tree in the backyard is killing him. Yeah. There's like a 70, 80 foot black walnut tree that just hovers over my house and just covers my car with all of its, uh, pollen that you know is having me on the verge of coughing up a lung or sneezing out my my brains but hey Traylon Burks if he figures out what it's what it is and he can deal with it and he can train through it and get in better condition in Nashville in the offseason that's just going to make him better yeah I mean that's something he told us uh last year when we were dealing with the asthma thing uh around this time was like this isn't an issue I've ever had during the football season it's an off-season problem because of the weather and the time of year. But as you mentioned, we got to the football season and saw Traylon Burks not necessarily in the shape that you want him to be in to hit the ground running from day one. And it felt like he was playing catch-up a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So his approach this year, being in a different mindset, having a new confidence, uh, being intentional about how he's working out in the off season and also Austin having the off season, like you, it cannot be understated how important it is to not have to go from pro day to, uh, you know, senior bowl to combine to draft to mini camp to like flying on always... planes to visits, right? Like taking the post draft yeah. celebratory, you know, dinner routine that he Ro talked about too, right? As a rookie <laughs> and sequestered for rookie mini camp and been living in a hotel and just consuming football all the time, like a rookie in the NFL is going back and forth and back and forth. And it is an exhausting couple months. And for a guy like Traylon Burks, who you know, went through that process and then got behind on his training and wasn't used to the atmosphere in Nashville. That became a problem in the fall that we then saw him later overcome and take the next step. But with that offseason, with that preparation this year, 
it's very possible, and I have a good amount of confidence, that we're going to see a Traylon Burks show up to training camp in August that looks better than we've seen before and feels better than we've seen before. And that could make a huge difference for what the Titans can be on offense this year. Yeah, for sure. All right, Sam, let's get to this question because I want to get the chat more involved. Uh, Jody's already involved saying sitting on thousands of dollars if it's a black walnut, Austin. I don't know what that means, but I'd like to hear more information uh, about, <laughs> about that. Jody. Black walnut yeah. tree. I don't know where you can like farm that or I don't know. But anyway, all right, here's the question. Traylon Burks has a new offseason approach. Is it a big deal, small deal, or no deal for the Titans? Big deal, small deal, or no deal for the Titans? Traylon Burks' new offseason approach. But first, Sam, tell uh, everybody about our spring approach of getting rid of robocallers. Well, we have to get rid of robocallers, and we're doing so with the Aura app. You and I both got set up on the Aura app, and it made all the difference for me because Aura uh, can protect you from the scary things online. Your full name, email, home address, phone number, relatives – can all be found online and data brokers get access to your personal data and share them with these robocallers, telemarketers, and spammers. Aura will find which uh, of these uh, data brokers have your information, automatically submit opt-out requests on your behalf, and make sure that that doesn't happen anymore. Ever since I started using Aura, I don't get any more unknown callers or no caller ID calls or robots on the other end when I answer my phone because Aura has removed my information and helped protect me online. So uh, make sure you get access to that. They're VPN. They protect your devices from malware, any tool that you'll ever need to stay safe online. It's all inside one app. And like I said, it's just a few minutes, a few clicks, and you're ready to go uh, with Aura. Very easy. Uh, so use our code you can get two-week free trial with our link. It's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Let Aura do the hard work with our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, and a two-week free trial. Yeah, I just posted that Aura link right there in the chat for you guys to make it easy. It's also Wednesday, Sam, with BetMGM. And what did I say last week? I said that every Wednesday and Saturday, you get bonus bets with BetMGM. All you got to do, log into your app. You open up your app. You put anything in the bet slip. And boom, free bonus bet. I got, I did this on Saturday. Sam, I don't know if you did, but I did it on Saturday, and I got a $25 bonus bet. Now, I lost it because I put it on Joel Embiid uh, over in, in Game 7, uh, which uh, I don't want to talk about that. But anyway, it's okay. I didn't lose anything because it was a free bonus bet for me right there. So all you're going to do on Wednesday and Saturday, every Wednesday and Saturday from now until June 7th, log into your BetMGM app. Put something, anything in the bet slip, and you'll have a bonus bet activated right there with BetMGM just because. No, there's no reason for it. It's just that's what they're doing on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So check that out uh, today because, on the, on the Because BetMGM. they're the king of sports books, and that's why. Exactly. All right, Sam, uh, let's get to the chat's comments on this one on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Traylon Burks' new offseason approach. Big deal, small deal, or no deal? Steven is saying it's a small deal. Andre says small deal. Eric says huge deal. Uh, Jonathan says small deal. Caleb says big deal. Steven says small deal. Uh, who is the X again? We have a huge deal from Eddie. Big deal from Mark. Huge deal from Ruben. Big from Jared. Big from Deborah. Big from Karen. Big from Emperor. Big from Tighten Up. We got big. Uh, we have a uh, small deal from Guy, a small deal till he proves results and has results from Jeff. 
uh, saying he wants to see it on the field. Jonah is big deal. Uh, Bork is big deal because of how much is on his shoulders. A healthier Burks is a huge deal, says Danny. Uh, we have a big deal from Ronnie, big deal from Will, a big deal from Billy Jones. It has to be a big deal. He's a pro putting in professional work to be the best he can be, says Malachi. Richie says big deal. Ronnie is a small deal. Ryan Fields comes with the $5 super chat, says big deal. Levis will have a big target to show off that cannon of an arm. Uh, big Blue uh, Nation at his best right there, Ryan. Foreseeing the, uh, yeah, foreseeing the Levis to Burks connection. Uh, big deal says Grim Jim. Nate says big deal. Uh, we have big deal from Mobius, a small deal from Dylan, big deal from Jody, uh, big deal from Matt Austin. Big yeah. deal, small deal, or no deal. The comments from Traylon Burks, the training, how he's feeling, the breathing, the health, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, heading into 2023. Yeah, so uh, focusing on the offseason approach because you know we we played the video early in the show of Burks talking about his diet, right? And he and he had that light bulb moment in the middle of last season, and like we talked about, had that initial proof of of concept there. But let's play the the video again on his offseason training, and I've got this queued up, Sam. So the video again of Burks offseason training that that we're really focusing on here of of making an impact of this upcoming season. You mentioned your breathing, how, how much calibrating the, the asthma and the weather and all of that last year. I imagine it was much more difficult than you expected. How much have you kind of figured out everything now? And um, I would just say uh, that's why I've been here, um, just making sure that I'm running in the heat. Um, when I do get that feeling, um, you know, I know how to control it now, just being here with Todd and running with him out there or running with the strength coaches. Uh, Frank doing a good job of, you know, managing what I'm doing and not overdoing something. So it just it just all goes back to me being here throughout the whole offseason. You feel faster? Uh, I would say I feel faster because I can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he can breathe, he can run, he can train. I Look, the heat hasn't happened yet. It's just May 17th. Like the true heat is still like another month and a half, maybe away from Nashville. So, but it's about the, it's about being here and working through all of the different situations that the spring in Nashville, Tennessee provide and what Traylon Burke struggled with so mightily last, last spring. It was brutal, man. Like I, I think it was such a big deal for Traylon Burks to miss practice. Cause Sam, let's reflect. Remember, we went out there on uh, the Friday of rookie minicamp, which was their first day. Traylon mm -hmm. Burks did one rep, and it was through the the wide receiver shoot. He you know had like a, a get off the the line of scrimmage move, a couple like quick. It wasn't even a long rep. It was like some quick footwork drills, and then explode out of a break and catch the football. And he came back. He was hands on his knees, doubled over, took his helmet off, needed a, the inhaler. And then he was basically done. Like he did a couple other reps. Then he went inside. Then Saturday for rookie minicamp, he didn't come back outside. Like he was just in. He just didn't do it. And then he was in and out, in and out, mostly out for the rest of May and June before training camp arrived. And so he lost a lot of that opportunity. And so now that he's been here, been able to work through all this and, and strain through it, it's going to help him quite a bit when it now he's prepared for training camp. 
And so on our big deal, small deal, no deal scale, Sam, I'm still going to go with a small deal because it's still not everything. It's not like, I, I think it's a, it's a very important part of Traylon Burke's career and his trajectory, but it's a small deal overall. And Johnny says here, uh, asthma management is huge. We'll open up opportunities and growth. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a, it's nice and it's very important, but it's a small deal for me at this point. Well, Rooney can't comes with our first no deal. Okay. Uh, and Trevor also came in and saying that it was a, uh, a small deal. I think this is a big deal. I think okay. this is the biggest deal. Like this is massive for me, it, kind of on the scale of like our, you know, big deal, small deal, no deal. This is one of the bigger ones I've seen. Uh, the Titans we know are so reliant on Traylon Burks this season. They've put all of their eggs in his basket, essentially without drafting a wide receiver, without acquiring an elite wide receiver. They're banking on his development. Um, this is the guy that you moved AJ Brown for. This is the guy that you're relying on to be the franchise wide receiver and the number one in your offense. And I saw that in him last year. I saw the flashes of that last year when he was healthy, running well. And there were very few games that that was actually the case. It was really frustrating because he comes back for that game with Green Bay has a hundred yards, huge performance. Uh, the next week, I believe, is Cincinnati. Another mm-hmm. great game for Traylon Burks. He had like seventy yards in that game. The next week is Philadelphia, which Traylon Burks starts with an amazing catch for a touchdown, and you're like, this dude is all the way back to being a number one, and he gets concussed on the touchdown catch, and then proceeds to miss another month with a concussion. So it was frustrating, but I saw like the flip switch uh, for Traylon last year. And after a full off season of preparation with him feeling healthy and breathing better and running and feeling fast, I think this is a massive deal because I think Traylon Burks is primed and ready to take the leap forward into the elite wide receiver the Titans need him to be. I have a lot of confidence in him if he's healthy and on the field and his approach is the first step in that. All right. So there's um, several, several comments I want to get to. We're asking big deal, small deal, or no deal. Traylon Burke's new offseason approach. Again, big deal, small deal, or no deal. If you haven't answered yet, we'll get to your comments and some other comments that I have here. Uh, Because I said small deal, Sam said big deal. Somebody's asking in the chat, like, how could it not be a big deal? We'll we'll dive deeper into that here in a second. Uh, And I'll, I'll, I'll let you get to that comment, whatever you've got on your, I have a couple different ones. This this is one that's related to the conversation. If you don't mind me throwing it up real quick. Well, No, Uh, we're going to, we'll get, we'll get to it. All right. All right. All right. right, right. First, I'm going to tell you guys about farm bureau health plans. They can help you out. Farm bureau health plans is where to go. FBHP.com slash ATOZ is their website. Point on them. Just like Tennesseans have been doing for now over 75 years uh, for your health, dental vision, whatever your health coverage is. A lot of people don't really have that top of mind, but just go check out what you currently have and then think, could I improve on that? The answer is probably yes. And so it's also not going to cost you anything to find out the actual answer by going to Farm Bureau Health Plan. So FBHP.com slash ATOZ, that's where you start. Then you can schedule a call, a Zoom. You can walk into 200 plus locations across the state and just see if they can help you out. And if 
you know, if they if they don't have a better option for you, they'll tell you that's fine, no problem. But they probably will have a better option for you. Zach learned that. He saved 20% on his health coverage when he made the switch there. So check him out right there, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use that bonus code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app, and you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, you place that first wager, you punch in that code, and if it doesn't hit, it's no worries. You get that money back in the form of a bonus bet up to $1,000. Make every game and every play mean that much more with the king of sportsbooks and the BetMGM app. All right. Sam, now I'll, I will let you get to that comment. It was a part of the conversation you were going to bring up there. And I got some others too. Well, yeah, there's a lot of them here, but this one's interesting. Yeah. And I think that this is also relevant to me. This is a really good point. Stephen Bennett says, this is a big deal because Traylon believes it's a big deal. I okay. like this comment a lot. Confidence okay. is a lot for a guy in this stage in his career. And if Traylon Burks is believing in himself, Traylon Burks is believing I can do this. I can run faster. I can feel, I do feel better. Uh, and he knows what he's doing. Like, I, I think that's a really important aspect of this, that a guy who is, it, b- believes it's a big deal, makes it a big deal. And, and so I saw another comment about mm-hmm. how, uh, it was blasphemy to call this a big deal, uh, because that's what a guy is supposed to do at yeah, this stage in his career. Yeah, yeah calling maybe. this a massive deal is a blasphemy. He's a first-round pick in his second year. He's expected to make changes and improvements. Which is true. Not everybody yeah. does, and not everybody knows exactly what improvements and adjustments and changes to make. But with a team, in my opinion, that we know is is all hands on deck for Traylon Burks next year, uh, seeing a confident believes it's a big deal Traylon Burks that physically looks better emotionally seems way more confident and ready to go like that is a really really big deal because if your first round pick hits it changes everything versus a first round pick doesn't hit just because everybody's a first round pick doesn't mean that they're going to find the success and make the adjustment to the NFL needed to succeed but if Traylon Burks is that guy then that matters um I thought this was funny because yeah. Richie said, Austin, who's your team? Sam seems like a Titans fan, but he's wondering who your team is. He's got that a little bit backwards. So, Oh, yeah. Sam grew up in Chicago, so he is a Bears fan and is now has been covering the Titans for us at A to Z for over a year at this point. So congratulations, Sam, on your one-year anniversary of being a Titans reporter too, by the way, uh, with Rookie oh. Minicamp. That, rookie Minicamp is always your – that's your date. You know, yeah, it, just, it is. Yeah, that was the first. <laughs> it was the post-draft press conference. Was the first press conference. I guess that. Yeah, camp. I guess that's your anniversary, right? The post-draft. But that was the first practice. Was working yeah. mini camp. So for sure. Uh, so my team. Look, I look. I grew up in Nashville initially uh, in the '90s. My first team was the San Francisco 49ers because I like Steve Young and Jerry Rice and Garrison Hurst was a former Vol, so that was my connection there. Then the Titans came to town when I was like eight, and so I became a Titans fan. But I've been covering the Titans for. Uh, this will be year 11. And so when you do something for that long, you, you no longer are a fan of the team. You see how everything is made. You, you get the behind the scenes and that's just how it's about. And like, I was a trained journalist in college. And so they, uh, train you to beat the heck, uh, beat the fandom out of you. So yeah, I'm, I'm not a Titans fan anymore, but uh, I do have a, uh, uh, an interest in the Titans and their success uh, for my overall business and personal 
uh, situation. So if that answers Richie's question overall, is that a, is that a yeah. fair answer? Does, yeah. Does that suffice? Okay. Steven says I was probably celebrating when the Bears got all of those former Titans players. Uh, some of them, absolutely. Uh, but most of them, yeah, I, I thought it was funny. Anybody uh, that is connected to the Bears or rooting for the Bears saw that and they're reaching out to me. They're like, how about this Nate Davis guy? Like, <laughs> is he any good? They're, what do you know about him? Have you talked to him? So uh, that was kind of like a fun crossover for sure. Uh, Austin, do you want to uh, do you want to get to these other comments that I've got here? Star. I'm I'm going to save some of those for throwing shade. So we're gonna we're gonna get to those a little okay, later. Okay, we'll on. save them. I do, okay. have, I do have a comment from David to get back on the Traylon Burks situation here. David says, if Burks was out of shape, not working out, and not managing his asthma, would that be a big deal? But yeah, of course, because then he would not be doing his job. Like so, I I think there is a an understanding that everybody has to have is that if somebody is doing their job, that just doesn't automatically make it a, a big deal, right? That's just what they're supposed to be doing. If they're not doing their job, then that's a big deal. And that's very important. So for David, like, yeah, if Traylon Burks was year two, um, out of shape, not handling asthma, couldn't finish spring practices, then now you're thinking, okay, why, why is this happening again? Why didn't you improve on and it? And that's happened to guys game? before. Like that's not like unheard of that, you know, people are not in shape to make the transition to the NFL or don't put in the work or have a hard time with the transition. Um, how do you feel about this? Cause this is uh super chat says if I'm, if I believe I'm LeBron James, then I'm LeBron James. It can't be a big deal if it doesn't show any results. It's a small deal right now. Are you kind of uh, of that thinking, yeah, given well, that you said it was a small deal? I, I think it's a yeah. I mean the the LeBron. I think I'm LeBron, so I am LeBron is a little bit of a reach. But I, I think to pull back from that extreme comparison, uh, I, that's kind of why I, I answer small deal because there's still a lot of stuff that Traylon Burks has to do and has to stay consistent with before you can just be like, all right, this is it. But do I believe that Traylon Burks is ready for a breakout season? Yeah, I do. And I think that would be huge to elevate what the Titans offense looks like in 2023. But it's a small deal because it's May. He has to have a good May to have a good June, to have a good training camp, to have a good regular season, or at least a good start of the regular season to set himself up to be reliable. And Traylon Burks last year as a rookie, whether it was his fault or his just rookiness that he didn't understand what the asthma would be, or whether it was not his fault and having turf toe that was unfortunate, or Mike Epps targeting him in the back of the end zone that was not Traylon Burks's fault, but he was unreliable because he only played in 11 games and he wasn't able to be out there consistently and make a positive impact as a rookie. So now I, I think, again, it's a small deal because he is way further ahead of where he was a year ago. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Going across to this line of thinking, I, I still stand by the comment that I think Traylon believing it's a big deal kind of makes it a big deal for two reasons. One, it is the confidence thing. It is knowing that you can do it. And I do think that matters more than – People might want to uh, admit because they are professional athletes. Yes, they should have confidence, but there is something about feeling your best, uh, running your best, looking your best that helps anybody 
you know, feel better about what they're doing athletically in the moment. And number two, like, I think Traylon now knows what it takes because as we heard, he flipped a switch, right? He had that light bulb moment halfway through the season about diet, about running, about conditioning. And so he knows and has seen it translate on the field. Like he said, he started to see it didn't, he didn't make mistakes. He started to have big games after making the change. And now he has a full off season of those. So I think, you know, in terms of does it need to show results? Yeah, but I think it already has. And this is just Traylon doing the same thing for an entire off season that can help those results be more consistent. Like this isn't going in blind to a new change or a new idea that he's done. This is just a guy doing more of what he has shown can work in the past. I I, no, I'm with you on that. All right. So let's get to this. I I have, I did some research this morning because I went back and I I listened to Traylon Burks again this morning from yesterday after listening to it uh, live there. And then I, I had a, a my own light bulb, right? Traylon Burks said he had a light bulb go off in the middle of the last season with his diet. I had a light bulb go off about Traylon Burks of looking at Traylon Burks in his past and why, you know, beyond the asthma stuff, like his past and why I do think that Titans fans should get jacked up and excited for a Traylon Burks breakout season. Uh, I'll bring those stats to you here in a second. But first, Sam, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai should be a part of your new car buying experience out in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. That's the place to go for your new ride. You can get 0% APR for 48 months on 2023 Sonatas, Santa Fe's, or Tucson's Painbone. And his team at Wilson County Hyundai are happy to guide you through the financing process, assisting with buying or trading in your vehicle. Forget those downtown Nashville prices. You're heading out to Lebanon and visiting Painbone and Wilson County Hyundai or going to WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Real quick, Sam, because we just talked about how you're from Chicago. Lebanon. Le- See, Lebanon. I go, I've gone back and forth on it. I, I feel like I've done Lebanon before, and then it's like. It's either Lebanon, Lebanon or Lebanon. I knew it was Lebanon. I, I've, I Not knew it was Lebanon. Lebanon. I've Lebanon. corrected. I correct Lebanon when I hear it and I say, uh, uh-uh, no, it is Lebanon. Lebanon is a country. Lebanon is, uh, just outside of Nashville where Wilson, Lebanon, County Indiana, There's another one, Lebanon, Indiana, uh, yeah, Lebanon. But again. So it's either, it's either Lebanon or if you really want to get deep into it, Lebanon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Hey, it's the Midwestern in me. It popped out there. You're That's going right, to Lebanon for Wilson County Hyundai. There you go. Lebanon as Devin said, <laughs> Lebanon. Head out there, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Uh, if the you're, point. there you go. If you're in Lebanon or if you're across the state of Tennessee, you can use uh, BetMGM with our bonus code ATOZ Sports to make sure you can win big with your first bet offer. That gets you up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So check them out uh, at BetMGM.com. So Sam, I went and did some research on Traylon Burks and and what he did last year and what he did his freshman year at Arkansas and then his freshman year at Arkansas what did that jump into with his sophomore year at Arkansas and Sam you put that together this graphic and I think this is fascinating to me here's Traylon Burks his freshman year in 2019 into his sophomore year in 2020 so 29 catches 475 zero touchdowns and 43 yards per game 
Then you look at his sophomore year. He missed the first three games of the season with Arkansas with an injury, but then he came back and he exploded. He doubled his game per game output, had 51 catches for 820 yards and seven touchdowns, averaging now over 90 yards per game. And he had a couple games where he just had one or two catches, but he had some, he had some hundred yard games. He had a 200-yard game his sophomore year, and he had games where he just flat-out took over. So that was Traylon Burks from his freshman year to his sophomore year. Now, here's, I think, the interesting part, Sam. Look how similar. Again, let's look at that, the 2019, right? He played 11 games, 475 yards. His rookie year for the Titans in 2022, he played in 11 games, a few more catches, 444 yards and one touchdown. So 40-ish yards per game in 11 games. And then he exploded his sophomore year. So what is that going to mean for Traylon Burks in 2023? If he can double his output from freshman to sophomore in the SEC, what is he going to be from first-year rookie to second year with the Titans? Look, I'm not saying it's an automatic double as production, uh, but, you know, the NFL is tougher to just flat out double your production. But, man, that has to get fans excited of hearing the new approach, going through what he's learned, having that light bulb moment, changing his offseason plan, his diet and training and everything. Jody says it's no comparison because it's the NFL. But, Sam, I think we can look at it a little bit and say that maybe well, Traylon Brooks is just a guy that needs to get a year under his belt, and then he understands it and goes out and explodes. Well, Jody does, I mean, ultimately have a point. It's the NFL. It's a different beast. But to, I can't say it's no comparison because Traylon made a comparison yesterday. Austin, Traylon said in, a press con, in the press conference, yeah, it, like the situation I'm currently in reminds me of Arkansas. It reminds me of going into my sophomore season where he had a change in coaching and a change in the offense, and he had to work all offseason on being in shape, getting himself prepared to compete and stay healthy, while also working to understand the new concepts of the offense and adapt to his new coaches. And, and you know, having that offseason, he said, helped him better knowing what was expected of him at the college level and prepare for college football, different than he did coming out of high school football into into college ball in the fall. So yeah. Well, how about this? Cause I didn't even think about this, Jeff and you know, big 10 Jeff remembers this because he threw shade at Kevin Warren every week uh, during 2020, but 2020 was the COVID year. It's, it's an anomaly. Yeah. yeah but, I, but actually, so he didn't miss the first three games. I completely forgot. No, he played, he just played in nine games though. He played yeah. nine games and had, he missed those one. numbers. He missed one game, right? So I, I messed up by saying that he played it. He missed three. He only missed one game because the SEC played uh, in just, what was it? It played 10 games and they were all conference games. So Traylon Burks averaged 90 yards uh, per game in the SEC in 2020 by playing nine SEC opponents. So that means he didn't just clean up against, you know, Arkansas West or uh Pine Bluff or whoever yeah. the hell Arkansas schedules in their non-conference. He played Georgia, both Mississippi's, Texas A&M, Tennessee, Florida, LSU, Missouri, and Alabama. 
right? So he had a he had a big game, 200 yards and uh, and a touchdown against Missouri. He had a big game against LSU with 90 yards and a touchdown. He had a really nice game against Tennessee with 95 yards and a touchdown. A and M. He had 117 and two scores and Ole Miss 137 in a score and a shootout there. And so I, I do think that even adds more to it that it wasn't just padding stats in 2020 uh, for Burks that he really put it together and, and did this against SEC opponents because see, we kind of talked about this after the Will Levis draft pick, you know, Will Levis in Kentucky won 10 games his junior year or in 2021 because they won four games against Louisville and three easy non-conference opponents. You're right. Right. You know, th- there is yeah. something to be said about that. Drew Locke at Missouri years ago padded his stats by throwing for four, 500 yards and seven touchdowns against Missouri State. But Traylon Burks did this in 2020 and throwing up this graphic again against nine SEC opponents. Yes. I mean, this just goes back into our conversation of what can Traylon Burks be in 2023 and what kind of a jump do we anticipate and need him to take if you're the Titans? What is Traylon Burks' goal? Well, he was asked about, uh, you know, his mission for himself in the 2023 season and whether or not he plans to be and identify as the number one option for Tennessee's offense. Things different for you this year as far as wanting the young guys to kind of follow your lead and and set an example? I would just say me being the person that I am, just helping them not make the mistakes that I made, um, especially coming into camp. Um, and just, you know, just being there for him because I know how it is being a rookie, um, you know, and just helping them out any way that I can. So, looking back, I mean, how hard was that last year? Everything um, went through. I would say it's, I mean, every rookie would tell you that it's hard. Um, but it, you just got to, you know, you got to find your way. And once you find that way, um, you know, just stay consistent and just keep getting better and better. Is your goal to establish yourself as wide receiver one on this roster? No, sir. Um, I would just say my goal is to, make plays for the team, be where I'm supposed to be, and um, be a great teammate. So his goal is to make plays, not to be the wide receiver one, but he has found his way based on everything that we've heard from Traylon. So what kind of a jump does that lead to? And the most important question is, what do the Titans need Traylon Burks to be? We've speculated what we think he can be, but like, where can he go? Yeah, so let's do this. Yeah, let's set the bar. We're going to set the bar together on Traylon Burks receiving yards for the Titans this season. So want to hear it. You know, I, is he going to play all 17 games? I think that's unlikely just because of the nature of the sport. But w- let's set the bar on Traylon Burks receiving yards this season for the Titans. But first, let me tell everybody about our great sponsor. That is Krebs Kubota. They are an elite Kubota dealer. Uh, in uh, Middle Tennessee with three locations across the state of Middle Tennessee in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Their website, KrebsKubota.com, and they pride themselves. They strive for elite when it comes to customer service. And I started talking about this because I went and saw our guy Jamie and Matt out in Murfreesboro at Krebs Kubota last week, and customer service is such a big deal with any equipment provider that you have, because you're going to have to have a relationship. You're going to have to trust them and rely on them. And they're going to have to do the same thing for you. They want to know what applications do you have going on at your property? What projects are you working on? Do you, you have certain terrain? Do you live on a hill or are you on a flatland? Like, what are you trying to grow some stuff? You're trying to have some fun growing some crops. 
or, or what do you have going on? And, and Krebs Kubota can help you out and get you the right equipment, whether it's just mowers, tractors, other power units, any other implementations to go on top of those power units. Krebs Kubota can handle it for you, and they have the best equipment because they got the Kubota, the best in the industry. So check them out at any of their three locations. That's Columbia, Franklin, or Murfreesboro, or online, KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports, and you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. That's ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app or BetMGM.com. Place that first wager, and if it doesn't hit, no worries. You're getting that money back in the form of a bonus bet up to $1,000. That's why they're the king of sports books and the best book to get with. If you want to get involved in the sports betting space, the best way to do it is risk-free. So BetMGM.com, use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. All right, Sam, setting the bar for Traylon Burks and receiving yards this season. I'm looking at the chat. There's a lot of numbers flying here. I'm trying to scroll to the top uh, because Burks in 11 games averaged right at 40 uh, yards per game last year for 444. Mr. Jones says a thousand plus. Uh, Matt, Matt Drew's, yeah. Yeah, you got Go it. it. Oh, got Matt it. Drew's coming in at 950. JQ's with a huge expectation of 1,700 yards. Uh, Jermel wants 1,000. Jonathan says 900. Andre says 850. Steven says 1,500 plus is the bar. Mm. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, 777 from Steven, 800 from Rooney. Uh, Mr. Jones previewing a potential 2K tray in the future. Uh, Michael Robinson said, huh? The 2K Trey sounds really good. That rolls. It does sound really good. That would be a, a great nickname if uh, he ever, you know, had that historic season. A uh, guy says over a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. Uh, 1K based on the other options, says Titans Kyle. Uh, just over a thousand from Michael Robinson. 687. Very specific number from Ed Rogers. Uh, Jarvis says 900 plus. 980 yards, uh, 1,100 from Ruben, 1,100 from Jody. Uh, Nick has 80 catches and 1,000 yards, 1K from Richie, 1,300 from Jimmy, uh, seven touchdowns, 846 yards from William, 1,100 from Satow. Uh, we've got 1,200 from Matt, 1,600 from Mr. Jones, nine touchdowns Jimmy throws in there, wants nine touchdowns. Around that 1K mark, says Dylan. Uh, Frank says 10 plus touchdowns and 1200 plus yards, 1000 from Brad, 1000 from Billy, just over a thousand from Orlando. Uh, David Brown says 1100, 1100 from Dwayne, 1200 from Jay, 900 from Danny, 800 from Bork, 1000 from Juan, 1000 from DeMarco. These are some pretty high numbers, Austin. What is your bar for Traylon Burks next year in receiving yards? 1100. I, I think a thousand is too low. I think it needs to be 1100 because one, he needs to stay healthy and you have to be relatively healthy to reach 1100 yards receiving uh, in a season. And two, the Titans don't have any other option. Like Traylon Burks has got to be the dude. So what's 1100 yards? I did 1100 over, let's say 15 games, 15 games for Traylon Burks you know, allow him to have a couple games in there that he misses with whatever, right? Who knows? And so that's like 74 yards a game. And I think that's realistic because he's going to have some games where he's over a hundred. 
He's obviously going to have some games where he's just a little under 50 to even those out. But 74 yards a game on average over the course of the season, I think is where Traylon Burks needs to be because he needs to be a big-time playmaker. He needs to make plays down the field, and he needs to go create yards for himself. And Devin, uh, I just saw Sam, you starred that comment. Devin says, y'all do know he's going to be fighting double coverage all year, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's going to. But I also do expect, I don't think NFL teams are going to automatically say, let's double Traylon Burks. I think NFL teams are going to say, Traylon Burks is not going to scare us that much. Like, we can maybe, maybe apply some extra help at, at times. But Traylon Burks, did he do enough last year for NFL defensive coordinators in week one, two, three, and four to say, we have to make sure that Traylon Burks is being doubled? No. No, they're going to say, we have to make sure that Derrick Henry doesn't pop us. Right? So the focus is still going to be on Henry. So Traylon Burks has to earn the double coverage still, in my mind. Um, I just don't think D coordinators are going to line up and be like, yep, hit, double him. Right? You don't have to double anybody. You just play solid, you know, straight up defense. But 1,100 yards, Sam, is where I'm at because they don't have any other option. And if you're looking at what he did in Arkansas uh, and from freshman to sophomore, he went from 43 yards a game to 91 yards a game. I'm just asking him to go to from 40 to 74. I think he can do that, especially with what he was on the verge of doing before the concussion last year and really opening it up. And, yeah, they don't have any other option. Here's another caveat to it as well. When Burks came back from the concussion, Tannehill was basically done. And Malik was Malik was the backup. They weren't throwing. And then Dobbs came in after being on the team for eight days. And that didn't go very well. It was better than Malik, but not very well. I think Traylon Burks would benefit because if Tannehill goes down again, Will Levis is going to be a better thrower and give him more opportunities than Dobbs and Malik did a year ago. So that's where I think 1,100 yards is my bar. It's a high bar, but he's got to go get it. Yeah, I can't set it that high um, because I don't think not having another option is going to help Traylon. I think it's going to hurt Traylon. I think he will be doubled. I think it only makes sense to double him. You have enough defenders to do it, and if there's only really one guy who can beat you deep through the air, one guy who can uh, really stretch the field – I think it makes all the sense in the world to double him and force NWI to beat you or force Kyle Phillips to beat you. That makes all the sense in the world for me as an opposing defense. Uh, And I do think that's important to keep in mind. We don't know what this offensive line is going to look like. I know they made changes. I know it's supposed to be improved. I do think they're one offensive line injury away from having another really big problem like they did last year, which like, if Ryan Tannehill doesn't have time to throw the ball and they have to run the ball and because they he can't sit back in the pocket and actually deliver a strike down the field, then you're going to deal with a lot of the same offensive issues as last year. And, and Traylon is not going to be uncorked to have, you know, big 100-yard games. I think my bar, assuming that the bar is, right, like the least that he can do to, to live up to expectations, is about 900 900 yards, maybe 800, depending on, you know, the situation within the offense. I want him to take that step. And I think Traylon can have as many as 14, 1500 if everything clicks and everything goes right. Like, I think he's that talented. This year or just over in his career? 
like in have, his career, have like a four, have a fourteen hundred yards a year in his career. In his career, I think he's that guy, and I yeah. think he can be that guy. I mean, I, I he maybe he can do it this year. I don't know. I just don't think the offense around him is still in the best spot for him to put up the numbers that the Titans might want. Now, if he's commanding double teams, I think that's good for Tennessee's offense and valuable in its own right. But to to go as high as 1,100, I don't think it's quite fair, given the supporting cast that he has around him. Um, I, I would go eight or 900 as being the bar. Well, certainly, I'd be thrilled with with any of those other you know bigger numbers, though. Yeah, you're just you're like you're not going to be upset if he's if Traylon Burks. Yeah, like, if Traylon Burks is 850 yards and he's commanding some double teams, but the offense isn't all that productive through the air, and so there's not a lot of yards to be had, which is a real possibility after we saw Robert Woods lead the team with like 500 receiving yards last year. I'm not going to be upset or have any doubts about Traylon's future. I'm just going to chalk it up as you know the you know the pieces around him were not good enough to create separation. And to, you know, really put him in a position to succeed. Now, if he's, you know, posting the same numbers or can't stay on the field, then like, yeah, you have an issue. If it's only a, a one or 200 yard jump, I think there's an issue. But I, I'm not going to put like the floor at this like astronomical leap to 1100 yards because that puts him right among the elite wide receivers in the league. Now, I do think he will be that eventually, but right now it might be a little bit premature to set that as your expectation or your or your floor. I just I I do I really do think eleven hundred is is reasonable. I'm not trying to like I think it's reasonable too. Uh, like I think it's definitely attainable. I just don't know, like we're talking about setting the bar. I don't know if no, that's I don't, a, I don't know if that's a I, fair bar. I have, but I, if he doesn't hit my 1100 number, but he's close to it, if, if he can smell it, then I'm, then I'm good with it. I just think that is where it needs to be for this Titans offense. Cause they don't have anybody else that's reliable. Uh, and, and they have, look, here's another discussion, right? This is a whole other show. Tim Kelly is a positive in this. Like, and I don't want to get too deep into it because we'll, maybe we'll talk about it at some point in the next week or so after we see, uh, the Titans on the practice field next week, but Todd Downing was a terrible play caller. We all know that Tim Kelly has got to be a better play caller in the games to get Chig Burks and any other playmaker better involved um, and, and have more of that rhythm. So I think that goes into mine as well. I think you could have said if Todd Downing was the, was the play caller, then maybe I would drop it down to 850 or 900 for my bar. But I, I think 1100 is fair, and I agree with Bama Brad. 1100 isn't near elite. 1100 is a very productive wide receiver. I think you look at you know the NFL's best you know dudes at the position. Their you know their situations well, also dictate you know everything. But well, let's do this context blind mm -hmm. blindly. How many wide receivers do you think had 1100 yards? I have the list um, up. Well, I already I already had it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, fair I'm enough. Sorry. No, but mean, it was like over 1100. I mean, there's, there were, there were 15, right? Garrett Wilson being the 15th at 1103. So if you want to talk about that, we're, you know, Devonta Smith was right at, you know, 1200 yards are right there is top 10 numbers, right? Yeah. But I mean, even, even that is saying like half more than half of the teams in the national football league don't have a wide receiver or a player that goes over 1100 yards 
I think one of those was Travis Kelsey too. So it's 14 wide receivers that actually yeah. had that mark. Uh, is Traylon Burks going to be the Titans number one? Yes. But if, if there's 17 teams that don't have a number one reach 1100 yards, I think the Titans who were concerned about their passing offense are likely one of them. Yeah. Uh, then you also have, you have situations, right? Because Jamar Chase who played in 12 games at a thousand and then T Higgins on his, his same teammate true. at a thousand. So there's, you know, the Seattle Seahawks had Lockett and DK that were uh, both a thousand yard guys. And so, you know, you've got, like those those four receivers that I just mentioned, the two from the Bengals and the two for the Seahawks, would be well beyond their numbers if they didn't have the other guy. Like Jamar Chase had less because of his injury, and Higgins is good. DK had less because Lockett is good, and Lockett had less because DK is good. I mean, but and, all of those guys also come from offenses that throw the ball. <laughs> I mean, like, like you look at some of these well, guys sure. on here. It's Minnesota. It's it's Miami. It's Vegas. It's Philly. It's Kansas City. Like the Detroit. Those were offenses last year that dropped back and threw it forty times a game. This is not the Titans' offense that you're lucky if Ryan Tannehill gets twenty five pass attempts off. So there's yeah, that but again, I, I still I always point back to it. It can be done with the right situation. It can be done with Tannehill. Yeah. It can be done with Derrick Henry if you've got the offensive line, the play caller, and the receivers that can that can execute. Because how about that's this? What, how about play. this? A different wrinkle. Last exactly. thing. What was AJ's best year on the Titans? Oh, uh, I want to say 1150-ish. So your bar for Traylon in year two is the best of AJ Brown. Think about that. Which was what year? 2020? 2020. So AJ Brown's best year with the Titans with that everybody declared as the best wide receiver in franchise history, his best season with the team is now the bar. That's why that feels a little bit, you know, but yeah, but, but what I just kind of say about DK Metcalf and, and, and Lockett and the chase and Higgins though. No, right. I mean, there's other guys, but you could, I well, could also look make at the argument that, that. But look at that 2020 season, though. That 2020 season, Tannehill threw for 3,800. Derrick Henry ran for 2,000. AJ had 1,075, and Corey Davis had 984. So it's like they they had that thing rolling and spread true. out. You could, all, but that, you could also but, make the you could make as much of an argument though that like having a second guy is beneficial for somebody having more yards because. You can't just say this is the only guy, let's lock him up. Having a second guy is beneficial for winning games. Having a second guy is not as beneficial for producing fantasy football stats, right? And so, like, that's – we're we're talking about production here. I I just think that Traylon Burks has opportunity because there's yards and and plays out there to be taken. Uh, All right, Bork says uh, he didn't like that I brought up that point. I think it's fair because, what like, I I think – my, my entire point with this argument, and the reason I bring that up, is I think putting the bar for Traylon Burks at 1,100 yards or up over 1,000 yards, some of you guys had it at 1,200 yards and 1,300 yards. I think that is very uh, – I'm, I'm trying to think about the word that I'm looking for. I just think it's a little premature to have it be that high and that, that, that bar that high up at this stage in his career because you've seen in the Titans system – that even the very best, even the franchise's very best, 
were right around that mark at their very best. And, and I don't think it's fair to think Traylon Burks and set the bar for him as being prime AJ Brown in year two right away, given what we know about the, the supporting cast and the I, offense that he's, I right just now. think, okay. If, if Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback or if it's Ryan Tannehill and Will Levis combination for 17 games, there's going to be roughly 3,700 yards passing to be caught, right? Yeah. Tra- if Traylon Burks has 1,100 of it, then who has the other 2,600? That's that's kind of where I'm at. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure you throw <laughs> for 3,700 because you don't well, have anybody to catch the ball. So. I, I think it's po- it's possible. It's more than possible. I, like I've said, I think it's an attainable number for him. But I'm talking about a bar. It's a bit yeah. too high for me. But again, like last year, Sam, the Titans threw for 3,200. And that was when they just decided to not throw for like three games. Yeah. And they still threw for 3,200. Yeah, fair enough. And so like it, there's yards out there. That's my point is that if I, there's 3,700 yards receiving available to be caught. Traylon Burks needs to get 1,100 of them. And then go chew up the others. Chig gets yeah, but you, also, you had 32 last year. You didn't have anybody over 500, really. So, I mean, you know, if you if it's 400 here, 400 there, 400 here, then that eats up your yards. But we'll, anyway. we'll, we'll revisit this once we get well, deeper into we it. We, we can go through and do the entire pie. But it is time to throw shade. And my gosh, Sam, do we have some shade to throw? We do. Uh, we, we have some heavy, heavy shade. I think uh, Sam and I are going to go tag team. Uh, in the in the ring duo uh, for our shade today. Uh, but first, let me tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care whenever. Uh, injuries happen in life, just like they do in football. You have to know where you can go, get back to healthy, and put you on that right plan because getting injured is just a massive inconvenience that nobody wants. But it's okay. The Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin has you covered. Check them out online boneandjointtn.org. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books, and you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets when you use the bonus code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app. That's why they're the king of sports books because you place that first wager, and even if it doesn't win, you can get your money back up to $1,000. So make that pick, use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. And find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks on BetMGM.com and the BetMGM app. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued is not withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Throwing shade here on this Wednesday to close out the show. Uh, if you have shade, please bring it in the chat to throw in shade. Uh, Richie, right here, I see throwing shade at Planet Fitness was kicked out for having a gym bag. I don't, I don't know. Planet I, I never, Fitness is always doing that stuff, man. I've never been to a Planet Fitness, like so. I, I don't I, know what the rule do that. You cannot have a gym bag in Planet Fitness. I've been to Planet Fitness a lot. I used to go every day. Uh, they have all these rules about like you can't wear shorts that are too short. You can't wear a cutoff or a tank top. You can't have a gym you can't bag. Wear shorts that are too short. Yeah, it, there's like a there's like a short length requirement and stuff. And that's like the not, opposite play, of it's, technic- normally. It's like don't have shorts that hang below like your knees or something. 
No, there's some sort of it's like a dress code and stuff. You can't Weird. drop the weights. You can't yell. That's you fair. can't. It, there's a lot of stuff about like they're creating the safe space of gym, and so like I guess I don't know. I guess yeah, don't the, uh, don't drop weights. Dropping weights should not be a thing uh, anywhere. Yeah. I unless just, you're like, unless you're in like a, uh, if you're on a you're platform, on a, gym and you're on a platform, you should be able to drop weights. Fair. But, I, but for planet fitness or for any of these other, like that, I, yeah, yeah that I understand. If, if you're working out with, uh, if you're on a team and you have like a, a weight room for that team, yeah. Drop weights all you want. Uh, I, think you <laughs> can do, I think you can do it anyway. Like you can do it on your own as long as it's on like in the designated areas. To yeah. Do it, I, 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 I still think if you're in most gyms, you should not be dropping weights um, for like, you know, the planet fitness, the why um, or any of these other types, any time, any of these other, you know, gyms that you can just go to that you write, just don't drop weights. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, let's see more throwing shade, Nick, um, throwing shade at himself up until last week. I kept referring to Tajay Spears as sharp as in Tajay sharp. Well, I think that that's kind of, uh, well, Hey, understood. uh, so are members of the media. When I go little, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to expose them that people are struggling with it a little bit. I hear, I hear my fellow media members always being like, I'm keep Spears sharp. I keep getting them confused. So Nick, you're not alone on that one at all. Uh, Matt says shade on the state of Georgia for not having sports betting yet. Yep, tough scene there. Um, let's see. Brad says somebody will probably throw shade on the NBA lottery. I have no idea. Uh, let's see more. Uh, Dylan says shade on Titans fans who have seen four rookie minicamp highlights and changed their opinions drastically. Will love us. Well, that's up to, up to them. Uh, <laughs> Jeff throws his annual, you know, every once a month shade on Ohio state fans. Number one wide receiver of a committee is taking visits. Like he said, he would. And people are freaking out. That's okay. All right, Sam, are you ready to do our tag team shade? Do you? Yeah. I'll let, I can let you start because you have been the target on this. I have I'll been just, the target, and I'll just uh, I'll jump in whenever you're ready. Well, we hey, let me uh, yeah, let me make sure that I've got. Yeah, so I I don't know. Our shade's going to GK. Our shade is going to GK because. We just have a lot of comments like this one. Do I look goofy in a hat? I don't, I didn't know I looked goofy in a hat. That's kind of like a, that's a new one. You guys, the double standards. I, I come on the show Monday without a hat on and I got my hair all done up and I'm getting, put the hat back on. What's going on? You look like a child. Then I put the hat back on and I'm getting comments about how I look goofy in a hat. So I, I don't know. And then he comes back, says, wearing a cap on YouTube makes it small time in Bush League. Uh, what's a bigger deal? Sam is thinking you look good in a cap. Came back with the hat reference. Sam never played, so his knowledge is limited. I can send you a training program, Sam. You need to focus on deadlift squats and incline press to add some mass and size first. You are very narrow and slight. You need to be one a savage. I feel like I'm a big guy. I'm, I'm 6'3", 220 pounds. I don't feel like I'm, I'm a big dude. I don't know what, where this, maybe it's because this is good though. Maybe this is a compliment. Maybe I look nice and narrow and thin in the camera, which makes yeah. me know that my cut's been working a little bit here. I, that was an odd comment. I don't know what was up with that one. That's, you can't even see me. I, I lift every day. GK, out of pocket. And then this one is the worst one possibly saying, uh, Jack Gentry is a country hick and not a regular. This guy, Sam, with his narrow shoulders and cap, 
looks like a child, look like a pro instead of a teenager. Oh man. Look, there's a lot to unpack here. I don't GK. know. This is just kind of a self-explanatory shade, I feel like. Yeah. I just think my shade in this, because GK called me out last week and said that I was narrow and needed to add width and by doing lateral raises and stuff. Like, I just think here's here's my here's how I kind of wrap this shade up. Don't be like GK. Don't come on somebody else's stream. And just like, we want you guys to be involved. GK's had some good comments that have actually fit the show and the conversation. But when you're out here constantly obsessed with Sam wearing a hat or how he looks in the hat and then trying to give the people you're watching workout regiments and going on their stature on a camera shot that you can see from maybe their shoulders up. It's just weird, man. Like, what? Like, come on, dude. Like, if you want to come watch the show, watch the show. We want your opinion on our topics and we want your involvement. But don't be weird like that. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> just be normal. It's just, yeah. it's kind of like, just let's not get distracted, GK, and stick with what we're here for. And we're here to talk Titans and talk sports. And GK's out here taking personal attacks at Sam for wearing a hat and you you're a baseball player. You've worn a hat like your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Hat's pretty natural for me. I <laughs> Plus it, on, you want to know honestly why the hat is it's because this is a morning show and it's because I wake up and sometimes I'm not trying to get all, uh, trying to get all dolled up in the, this time of the morning, by the time we do it. And I'm like, you know what? A uh, hat looks good. I can put on my A to Z sports hat and be ready to go be ready to rock for the camera. Uh, I don't know if this like, so Chris said this, he's always pictured me as a small guy, which is funny. I don't know if this is a compliment or not. I don't know how to take this one. I mean, I know he's just messing. He's joking either way, but do you think I was pictured as a small guy, Austin? What? I mean, I guess you met me in person for the first time. Yeah. I can't you. really, I have no way to, yeah, but you're, yeah, you're what you six, three, 200 plus. Yeah. I mean, I, that, that's just what I know. Like it, people yeah. never, they, they just see us here. Right. And like people thought that's I was my, my little box. Right. So yeah. people thought I was small too, uh, for a long, long time because Zach is like six, two, six, three as well. And so like a lot of relatively big guys yeah, between rel us, Buck is tall. Yeah. Jack is tall. Guys. Jack's like sneaky tall. Jack's like six, two is like Jack's like, six, two Jack's tall. Maybe I'm the one. Have you ever seen Jack in Jack. person? See, that's I don't the thing. Know. We don't see a lot of people in person here. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen Jack. I feel like I must have at least once or twice, for sure. I don't know. Juan bringing back the old Teddy Bruski, uh, the old Teddy comment. That's a, I needed that today, Juan. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah, that. I, I, I'm going to try to go through and list the A to Z Nashville employees that I know for a fact are at least 6'2 or taller. Zach, Buck, Sam, and Jack. They're at least 6'2 or taller. I don't I know. I many I, of those people. I, I mean, I know Buck. I know you. I know Zach in person. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's okay. And yet, Bork, I know I don't do this for, for – 
any other reason other than I like comfortable, long fitting things. I buy two X's and I just let them dangle and I like loose fitting clothes. It's, you know, it's, it's my, my thing. It's my vibe. Uh, let's see. Denise says y'all need a family dinner. <laughs> and then, uh, Danny says you guys need more company picnics. And then Jake says shade on A to Z, uh, or Zach and Austin for well, no company pizza parties. Here's the problem. We, we were, we tried to do that. Oh, Jake is also tall. Jake, our, our social media manager, he, Jake might be six, two. He might be. But again, like, here's the thing. We I don't tried remember to do who this. I've met in person and who I haven't. It's all but, kind of a blur to me. Sam, we tried to do this. We were we in route. We were in route to lunch. It was going to be me, you, Jack, and Jake, I believe. We were on the way, and John Robinson got fired. <laughs> and so yeah. we had to abort. And in come the car, back and on the way to go do uh, lunch as a group. And I get the call. Turn around. John Robinson got fired. We need to go live. And yeah, yeah. And that kind of put a kibosh on those plans. So yeah, which, which look, we do have plans, Sam. I will say there has been uh, back and forth. There's been conversation with me and Zach about doing, about making sure that happens once we are, now that we're out of it. So um, yeah, Devin says throwing shade at y'all for being tall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not six foot. I'm five eleven. I yeah, that's but I'm not short either. I think so. you look. I think you look taller than five eleven. Well, that's what I am. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm hey, uh, yeah. I, I try to do. I try to have good posture when I'm not sitting here, because I have to make sure I don't cut my head off with the top of the screen. Yeah, fair enough. I'm like, yeah, I got to balance that too. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's my trying to fit under the screen that I gotta. Yeah. Dion says, Austin, you mean you and Zach are out here hiring people without knowing their height? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't put that on the resume. <laughs> no, it, it's not a part of it. We, we uh, I, there are so many people uh, in this company that uh, I have never seen in person that we have great re working relationships with. Uh, Evan is taller than I am. Evan's, I don't think I Evan did meet Evan in person. Evan, I, I did Evan meet in person too. I don't know. I don't know. I did meet Evan in person though. He was at the uh, Titans and Buccaneers joint practices last year. That's so right. That's right. Uh, then where did Bork's comment go? Um, yeah, we could have a pretty solid rec league basketball team with this height. And then Bork also said uh, something about if you want to go, if GK wants to come see us in person, you can come see us on Saturday uh, at the Buck Rising and Greg Cosell event at the Hutton Hotel. So there you go. Uh, yeah. And then, oh, here, here comes GK. Nobody got roasted. Sam needs a trainer. He's meek. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. All right, GK. We'll see. Come yeah, see me we'll at the Green Hills Y. I'll get a, I'll get a lift in with you, GK. You can train me all you want. I'm happy to have that experience with you. Maybe you can train me if I need one so bad. And we'll, oh, we'll man, see what happens. So funny. So funny. Uh, Orlando says GK is probably 5'7". So who knows? Who knows how tall GK is? All right. We're not height shaming anybody. We're just telling people hey. that, you know, how tall we are or not tall I, meek that's such an odd one that's all right <laughs> all right guys great show on this wednesday we'll be back for another thursday show tomorrow buck rising live tonight uh the six foot two plus buck rising live tonight at 8 p.m for a to z sports prime time make sure you like the show before you go like the show if you think gk was weird today uh give us that thumbs up and <laughs> that uh and, and that helps the algorithm out we'll see you guys tomorrow on a thursday appreciate it as always